2: start today's podcast with the lie of the week. A lie so shocking and unfathomable that it no doubt had the world's intel officers hanging on their screens, their mouths hanging open. As Joe Biden told the world that Trump supporters had murdered Capitol Police officer Brian Sicknick.
0: It's one thing for literally criminals to break through Corden, go into the Capitol. Kill a police officer and be held accountable
2: Foreign intel agents, both those employed by our friends and enemy nations scrutinized statements like this for what it means about the tellers health. They were no doubt left with a lot to analyze. Was Biden lying to the world here? Part of his well documented problem with compulsive lying. Did no one tell him? It turned out that Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died of natural causes, not an attack by Trump supporters. Or is he delusional or so totally uninformed about current events in his own country that he's little more than a figurehead, a prop, a man who's playing the president? Whatever the case, foreign agents will be busy for weeks to come analyzing that bizarre lie frame by frame to figure out what it means. Even more bizarre to watch? No one among the hand-selected press that Biden called on bothered to correct him. It was an American freak show on the international stage, and our enemies learned a lot from it. The whole summit with Putin was an utter display of weakness. At one point, Joe Biden kept his press gaggle waiting for a full two and a half hours with no explanation, obviously unable to appear in public. While those reporters who he kept waiting, the ones who know him best, the ones he travels with, were caught on hot mic, mocking him and his frailty. The world's intel agencies will glean a lot from the overheard conversation and what they were overheard saying on open mic, mocking Biden about the softballs they're required to ask. They didn't intend for it to be caught on tape, but it spoke volumes that will also be analyzed by the world's intel agencies. Cut on tape, referring to him as Slow Joe. They laughed about the kind of questions they'd have to ask to get called on. The only kinds he can handle because of his mental state. Where's Hunter? One asked. What ice cream did you, what kind of gift did you bring? And then they laughed some more as they asked, When are you going to the border, Mr. President? What did you think of the vice president's trip, Mr. President? Listing the kind of questions they're not allowed to ask. Because he can't handle them. And this is what the liberal press, who's loyal to him, follows him around the world, actually thinks about him. And then there was this. After years of Joe Biden himself and the Democrat Party talking smack about Vladimir Putin, when given the chance to confront him, Biden ran, refusing to share a stage as both Obama and Trump had. The world's intel agencies will know why. He was too frail to handle questions he couldn't control. Because when the press gathers for one of those, you don't get to select who asks them. But there was another reason Biden didn't appear in public with Putin. And he never will. He can't risk it. He can't risk Putin confronting him about all the lies that he has told and Barack Obama told and the Democrats have told about Putin. Putin could have done anything with that, including demanding an apology for their lies That would have posed a problem for the Democrats because their supporters are so kept in the dark, many of them don't know their lies. For instance, if I was Vladimir Putin, I'd demand an apology from Joe Biden for suggesting that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. I might demand apology from Biden for the Russia collusion accusations since debunked by the FBI. And I would have definitely considered asking On the stage for an apology from Biden for the lies his campaign told about the bounties Russia supposedly put on the heads of our soldiers. We now know that's fake, too. Biden's never retracted it. He's still got a tweet out there on it. Had Putin chosen to with that kind of ammo, he could have destroyed Joe on the world stage in less than 15 minutes. Joe's handlers simply couldn't take the risk, no matter what his mental state was. And there's another problem. Don't forget.
0: is your reward, Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
1: Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
2: 3.5 million dollars from a Putin crony's wife, Yelena Botterina. The bribe was first flagged in a Treasury transaction report. Their software automatically flags things that appear illegal. And the Senate Homeland Security Committee got a report on it. The Binds have long since denied, of course, that they took the Russian bribes. But there's been a problem in recent weeks. Remember when Joe lied and told us that he hadn't met any of Hunter's business partners and knew nothing about those deals? Well, remember, Joe was busted a few weeks ago on that lie because pictures emerged of Joe. And in the pictures, he and Hunter are having lunch with Batterina and the former mayor of Moscow. Barterina's brother would later confirm to the UK Daily Mail in March that they did, in fact, pay the money. Which makes what we learned this week from Biden's Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, all the more shocking. That Blinken and other staff recommended against removing the sanctions that had stopped the Nord 2 pipeline. Sanctions that Trump had put in place. Once the fuel starts to flow through it, Putin will have almost iron fisted control over Europe. Trump had successfully blocked it. Biden lifted them against the advice of his staff. Biden likely had no choice. Russia owns him. Ever had one of those tests where they inject ink into your blood and then follow it through your body? That's what the Chinese and the Russians do when they pay bribery money to you. They watch where it goes, what accounts it goes into and what accounts it comes out of. They own Joe and Hunter, dead to rights. And they're not afraid to say it. That's why Barterina's brother volunteered it, blabbed it on the world stage. While mainstream media fact checkers have tried to cover for the Bidens, claiming there's no evidence they took the money. Barterina's own brother told the UK Daily Mail in March, they absolutely took it. And while Hunter has denied that he has anything to do with the company that took it in his name, his own website at one point listed that company and another company he owns as operating under the same umbrella. Putin had all that ammo. Biden could never be allowed to appear in public at Putin's side in an unscripted fashion that his own staff couldn't control. It could have been catastrophic. Putin might have used it against him. After all, he'd already gotten everything he needs. The whole thing left even Donald Trump dumbfounded.
1: We gave a very big stage to Russia, and we got nothing. Uh, We gave up something that was unbelievably valuable. I stopped the pipeline, Nordstrom, and uh, that pipeline was stopped, and uh, it was given back, and nothing was gotten for it. I think it was a good day for Russia. I don't see what we got out of it.
2: Remember, that's how these bribery payments from the Russians and the Chinese work. They're not paying you so you'll like them and do what they want later. That'd be highly ineffective. They're paying you in big chunks so you'll take the money, knowing you have to break the law to do it. Then they own you because they know. When you take money like that from foreign sources and you're not registered, you can't report it to the IRS. Now you're into tax fraud the second you take the money. And whoever gave it to you, whatever country that was, they know. Hunter wasn't registered As a foreign agent. That's why he's currently under investigation. By the FBI for money laundering. He didn't pay taxes. On any of the bribes he took. But as we know. From Hunter's not Russian disinformation laptop. Joe typically takes 50%. Or the big guy. Remember Hunter even texted back and forth. With his daughter. Complaining that he did all the work. But Joe took half the money. The Russians know exactly where that money went. And that is why. Putin not only won on the Nord 2 pipeline against all the advice of just staff and any logical reason that you would put Russia in the driver's seat for a generation over Europe. Because remember what Russia does more than two dozen times since the 1990s. Russia has turned the fuel, turned the power off on the pipelines. It's how it controls the former Soviet republics around it via fuel. Keep in mind what Trump had done. He had cut deals with a lot of those Eastern European nations to ship them natural gas and oil. This will scuttle those deals, hurt U.S. energy exports, wreck the dollar, the petrodollar, because now Europe will pay for energy in rubles, strengthening Russia, and it will scuttle all the Trump deals, putting Russia in the political driver's seat over Europe. It's a massive deal. And Joe just rolled over without making a single demand of Russia. Why? They own him, just like the Chinese do. Which leads us to the next bizarre thing. Hunter Biden's new art career. Yep, just for sketches, he does on paper. He gets $75,000, upwards of $500,000 for a completed painting. To give you some idea of the scale of it, Fox Business reported this. Hunter is now paid just slightly less for a painting than a painting by Andy Warhol goes for. Think about that. A Warhol painting goes for around $750,000, about $200,000 more than Hunter gets. And the art agent representing Hunter, he's got connections to the Chinese Communist Party, who've allowed him to open two galleries in China. What does this say? Well, it says a whole heck of a lot more about the FBI and the Department of Justice. Remember, Hunter is still the subject of an open FBI money laundering investigation. And yet he feels completely comfortable doing this. You'd have to assume the FBI had all your lines tapped. He doesn't seem concerned about it, which tells you everything you need to know. The FBI's investigation is fake. It's just for cover. It's what they do. Open the investigation and then just leave it open. And never do anything about it. Next up, the other big things that happened this week. In an astonishing move this week that tells Americans exactly how big a lie their government is telling them about this vaccine. The U.K. declined to vaccinate citizens under the age of 18. with the advisory committee that advises the government on them telling them it's too dangerous and the effects of those vaccines too unknown. But here's the kicker. Do you know what they're waiting for, they said? The data from the American kids who were vaccinated in order to determine whether it's safe enough for kids in the UK to get it. This while our leaders, who've lied to us every step of the way about every facet of COVID, tell us the vaccine is safe. The Brits sure don't think so. Meanwhile, this week, America shattered an inflationary record never before seen in recorded financial history. The United States producer price inflation jumped 6.6% in May, the largest year-over-year increase in U.S. history. On an almost daily basis now, we're informed we're shattering inflationary records or coming close to it. The Democrats' answered to that, a, get this, $6 trillion spending proposal. Less than a trillion dollars of which is actually paid for with tax hikes. The rest... Printing and spending to give you some idea of the the sheer size of the thing. Keep in mind, the nation was put in an uproar over the size of the stimulus package, which was a mere eight hundred billion dollars. That was just 11 years ago. This thing is over six times the size of the stimulus. And we're broke. The Democrats are either stark raving mad or they're floating the thing knowing they don't have the votes for it so that they can complain later that the Republicans stop their agenda and turn people out in the midterm. Pray that's the case. Because if a $6 trillion bill passes, the dollar is done. People will not only flee the dollar, they'll flee our stock market because it's perceived to be attached to the dollar. It will absolutely annihilate the economy. But maybe they don't mean it. Here's why I wonder that. Because a new Trafalgar poll out this week shows that a full Fifty four percent of America either blames Joe Biden for rising inflation and costs or the Democrat Congress. If they do this, they'll take the economy and they'll take the blame. It can't possibly be a political gamble that makes sense. Pray they're faking it, that they don't actually intend to pass this thing only to blame Republicans for blocking it to save face with their constituents. Which leads us to the final shocking thing that no one is saying much of anything about this perilous financial position that we're in. The fact that we are broke and no longer a wealthy nation given what our government owes. Yet just five senators have even bothered to propose spending limits of any kind. Pretty much everyone else, including the Republican leadership, never or barely ever speaks of inflation Never mind, it's about all that's talked about on the business and financial network shows. while Congress carries on as if it simply isn't happening. What a week in America, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Battleground Podcast. Please subscribe and share with friends and family everywhere.